This is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood and with me is my wonderful co-host Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. Well, best believe it, boys, because it's happening. And it happened this week, didn't it? Yes. This week we're going to dive straight in. All right. No how he use, now hurdy doos. We don't no have time for it. <laughs> number twos. Not in the mood. No. <laughs> because we watched High, High Fidelity. Fidelity. So, this was a movie that was requested online by two of our beautiful and very valued listeners yes. um, on Twitter by at Emoji Bones and uh, on an iTunes review by someone called T. Fogard. So, both requests that we did high fidelity. And I, put, as soon as this, they mentioned that, I was like, yes, mm. this is a movie that I have been constantly shamed for not seeing or yeah. slash recommended yes. this movie. Heavily. Right? I knew... Basically, what I knew about this movie or what I assumed about this movie from what I've heard and all the recommendations I've been given is that it was like some kind of like cult classic indie movie, mm. you know, really introspective and just like big monologues and like intricate script and stuff. But I'd always been shamed, shamed for not saying it or I've always known that this is one that dudes are just like, oh, High Fidelity, such a good movie, like get me in the feels kind yes. of thing. Yeah, right. Big time I've had that happen to me, and I've always found it. I've never really watched it, and I've, ha- I've probably had opportunity to watch it, but I've always avoided it because I found it like I realized I found it quite daunting to watch this movie because I've always I think I've just built it up in my head to be this like incredibly intelligent film that I was worried I'd watch it and like not get it, yes, or something like I, I or I think like I wouldn't get it, and then like am I not cool? Yeah, because I don't get it, which I think is a lot of why like Inception. Terrifying. Right? <laughs> There's so many movies that I've just avoided watching because they've been built up so much with mm. this like cult status or whatever. Then it was like, if I watch it and I don't get it, I just don't. You're a dumb dumb. I'm a dumb dumb. You're not allowed to exist anymore. And High Fidelity was one of those. Wow. What's your like history with this movie? Well, I um, I didn't, I th- I didn't know it was a cult classic. In my mind. This movie was like a like a dramatic thriller, mm. and I, in my head, I knew John Cusack was in it as well. Mm-hmm. But I also, for some reason, thought Goldie Hawn was in this movie. Wow, what a great pairing! And that there was some kind, there were spies. Oh, okay. And there was like lots of double crossing, and that's yeah. why everyone's like, it's crazy, like it's so high concept. Like, oh, see, high concept is definitely was, a, word, a term that has been used mm. to describe this movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll say it, horribly let down. Gotta um, say, after watching it, not intimidated anymore. No, absolutely not. Don't know why I waited so long. Oh, this movie is dumb. <laughs> if anything, um, I'm on the high horse now. Yeah, I feel super smart after watching this movie. <laughs> all you guys are the dumb dumbs. And all, all right. I have is a TAFE qualification, so <laughs> be scared. All right, let's, let's jump in. My store is called Championship Vinyl. <laughs> I can't fire them. I hired these guys for three days a week and they just started showing up every day. That was four years ago. Rob Gordon has a successful business and a dedicated following. I used to go to the double door to hear you spin. You were unbelievable. But when it comes to dating... Hi. Hi. Is this Penny Hardwick? Hi, Caroline. He's still searching for the right woman. What's your name? Laura! Now his search may have ended. 
She does this thing in bed when she can't get to sleep. She kind of half moans and then rubs her feet together an equal number of times. <laughs> but his problems just started. And I like you with Laura. I don't think much of this Ian guy. What Ian guy? You've got to be kidding me. Touchstone Pictures die. presents... How's Ian? He's growing on me. He looks like he could grow on something. John Cusack, Jack Black, Lisa Bonet, Joan Cusack, Eben Yila, and Lily Taylor. Obviously, I know how special Laura is. I would hate it if I lost her. You know what I'm saying, G? Get your patchouli stick out of my store! Think about it, Rob. Okay? High Fidelity. All right, that's enough of that. I'm quite sick of that. Um, <sighs> can we start, before we read the synopsis, can I say that trailer in no way represents what this movie is about. That movie that's playing in the trailer looks fun. I'd watch that. Looks relatable. Lovely. Oh, it's like it a fun, like a... light-hearted rom-com, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't it just? So anyway, the troubling cesspool that this movie actually is. <laughs> anyway, sorry, uh, what, uh, you've got a synopsis. Yes. So, <clears throat> when record store owner Rob Gordon gets dumped by his girlfriend Laura because he hasn't changed since they met, he revisits his top five breakups of all time in an attempt to figure out what went wrong. As Rob seeks out his former lovers to find out why they left, he keeps up his efforts to win Laura back. That. Doesn't describe it either. No, it Why describes these... what's happening. Yeah, like but just not physically what's happening. What the movie's about? What are these people hiding? So basically, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you haven't seen this movie, what this movie is about is this guy Rob Gordon, who's played by John Cusack. He, he gets dumped, and he's real butt hurt about it, and. He becomes very aggressive about the breakup and then decides to analyze all of his previous breakups in a very toxic way mm. uh, and I guess tries to win back the girl who just broke up with him but also kind of hates her at the same time. That, is that what's trying? If that's what trying <laughs> looks like. I don't know. And this is what's meant to be a romantic comedy. Um, Where do we start? I, Where do we even start? Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Uh-huh. The movie opens on the scene of a breakup and I was mm-hmm. like, this is uh, like, uh, you know, not, not usual for a rom-com. No. Oh, actually kind of usual. Uh, d- yeah. I don't watch a lot of romantic Actually, comedy. I don't either, <laughs> realising. I don't know what happens there. <laughs> it's not us not watching dude movies. We just don't watch a lot of movies. movies. <laughs> I could watch a lot of television on Netflix. I mean, the opening line to me. It opens, okay, so it opens with John Cusack's character. He's wearing headphones. Yeah. And it's a narration? It's a narration. The first line of the movie is What came first? The music or the misery? <laughs> I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, fuck this. No. Yeah. No. No. I was like, you self-indulgent wank bang. This is not the next two hours of my life. No. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like, (laughs) people that have submitted movies, we love you so much. You you have, you've. You've nailed it. You've nailed it. You've, this is literally. This is the movie. This is the movie. 
that, that sums up this podcast. Capital T. This is that I had, and I had no idea this was even out there yeah. in the world. This is. I'm concerned that this circulates and this has popularity. This movie. I can't even. I feel guilty talking about it on this podcast and giving it more light in case people actually watch it and feel like they relate. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah. It opens with this dude and he's listening to records on headphones. Immediately, I'm like, great. Every dude I used to be attracted to in yeah. my early to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. This fucking self righteous, big vocabulary, but you know, dark and mysterious, and just everything mm. in the world sucks kind of guy. Yeah, just listening to movie like records. Records. Yeah. No one too. has any taste but me. Exactly. Re- so he's uh, he says this horrible monologue about like his breakup, and you see the breakup and. It's like she just leaves and she she's very leaves. calm and she's, she's just she's, like, I'm upset, super- but I have to go. And she's like, I'm going to go. This isn't working out anymore. Yeah. Bye. And then he hurls abuse at her out the window. From the window, he yells at her across the street. Big red flag. Yeah. Automatic red flag within the first 10 seconds of the film. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Not High Fidelity. Not because high fidelity. it's just rife with them. Fuck ton of red flags. And so then he starts to go into this. So there's a lot of the whole movie is kind of like breaking the fourth wall. He talks to the camera. Yeah. His character. And no one else around him can hear him talking to the camera. So like that's kind of like how the storyline progresses. Or he at least tells he does all of that kind of like self-analysis but thing to the camera. And so he talks, starts talking about all of his exes in the past and all of, he goes through his top five, like this is a, an overarching theme in the movie, is the top five of things. Mm. Him and his mates list the top five. What he yells at her out the window, he's like, you didn't even touch the sides. Right. You don't mean shit to me. Yeah. Like immediately as soon as he, like she leaves, you think you can his get in first my top thought five? is his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> and where, fucking flag. And where she ranks in yeah. his top five breakups. Yes. That's straight up the thoughts of a sociopath. My God. (laughs) And so he starts listing to the audience all of his top five biggest breakups, right? Starting from when he was like eight or something. Oh, if a dude counts his first First breakup breakup from when he was eight? Mm Mm-mm. No, red flag. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to say it too many times. But it is, it's just full of them, but I can't ignore them. Um, so he starts listening to all these texts. He, he mentions that there's there's a top 10, but there's a top five. And I'm like, I don't know how old this dude is, but however old he is, that's too many exes. Yeah. That's too many breakups. You've had too many relationships, mate. You don't like being by yourself. That's a red flag. You don't like being by yourself. You don't like your own company. Yeah. You're horribly dependent. Yeah. Looked it up. Guess how old he is. How old would you think he is from this entire movie? I hoped, because this movie is so immature, um, I hoped that he was like... 18, but then yeah. when he goes through his timeline, I'm like, well, he has to be like, he talks about college, like mid 30s. He's looking to get married and settle down with the one. Mid 30s makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because they do talk about, yeah, his projection into the future of, of like he wants to settle down or should he settle down and all this yeah. stuff. He's 26. No. In this movie. What I found most problematic about this character, and I'm sure you did as well, is that he is blameless. Yes. He is the victim in all of his breakups. Everything is the woman, his ex's fault. And mm-hmm. he's horribly aggressive mm-hmm. about it. He's horribly like, he's just mean about it. And never, he, it, the movie tries to pretend like he's self-analyzing and self-reflecting, but still throughout the movie, he never takes the blame for anything. It, there's never a, he never gets his comeuppance. 
No. He goes like barely through a breakup. Yeah. Barely. Barely. And and then kind of rehashes all of his previous ones. Yeah, and then gets exactly what he wants at the end of the at movie. The end. I'll throw all the spoilers out. He gets back with the girl who's too good for him. Way too good for him. And he doesn't fucking deserve after doing nothing and learning and pretty much nothing. Learning nothing. Also, as well, he's 26. He's had multiple long-term relationships and he owns his own record store at 26. What? How is that not explained? I'm 25. I don't have $100 in my <laughs> bank account right now. Man, I'm 32. Let alone own anything. I'm 32 and I don't even own one record, let alone a store. No, I got I got some big PTSD from this movie uh, with my I, – I have an ex who, who was quite horrible and – a lot of this, like, so John Cusack's character is very aggressive physically, mm. not to the women, but he throws things around. Anytime he gets a lit, he's got yes. an absolute anger problem, like temper tantrums all the time. He throws things around. He's like, fuck you. Like, it's your fault. Why won't women fuck me? That's literally what he's yeah. asking. Is like, why won't my exes? Why didn't they want to keep fucking me? That's the premise of the movie is why do I always miss out? Yeah. Why am I always the victim? Wah, wah, wah. Me, and me, me. And he's <sighs> super aggressive about it and very triggering for anyone who's been with someone who's even emotionally or physically aggressive. And he's just always like yelling and just as soon as someone something doesn't go his way, it's fuck, blah, poor me. And he listens to records, which basically yeah. describes my ex. Red flag. <laughs> So, yeah, a big actual trigger warning for anyone who's been in any kind of emotionally abusive relationship because this is like watching this movie, I was like how aggressive he is at breakups Yeah, when when something doesn't go his way. He's not normal. He's not like, okay, I understand your point of view. Sorry, this didn't work out. I'm bummed. Obs. Yeah. But I understand. Oh, it's just like no, not a, not a second, not a glimpse of self-reflection in this None movie. None at all. Mm. And so I wanted to ask you, like, do you think – because I, I was just so confused by this. Do you think that this movie was written? Are the are the screenwriters self like aware of that? I absolutely don't think so. No, you think that they actually think he's the hero of the the movie and he is hard done by. Yeah, because a lot of the reviews that I read were like, "This movie's like hilarious." Like, yeah. there's so many jokes, and Where's I was like, the "Hilarity." There's not a Mm-mm. single joke. I Didn't could laugh not once. pick a single joke. And in I this like movie. comedy. Yeah. Heck. <laughs> we dare we, we say it. we've got an affinity for comedy. <laughs> I didn't laugh once, and I didn't even see something that I was like, I can see how that could be funny. Yeah, I, I maybe I had I had I maybe thought I was like, well, maybe this is like how like real like duty dudes watch romantic comedies. Like, oh, this woman's like a piece of shit. <laughs> And she's meeting. trying to find her love, even though she's a piece of shit, and she's slightly less a piece of shit at the end, kind of. Maybe and then she gets what she wants. Like maybe that's ba- you basically just maybe wrote that's the new a- synopsis for this movie is he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's trying to become a bit less of a piece of shit, I guess. Maybe like, and I was like, maybe it's like my gender bias mm. of just not seeing it that way. But I'm like, this. Ah! Ah! That's my thoughts. Because ah! there's this one point where he's talking to one of his, like it's a flashback to one of his exes. And I get that they, like he a little bit 
self-reflects about this later, but not really. Um, she won't have sex with him because they're like quite young. Oh and no, then, not this! This is so and upsetting. He invites, she invites him into the house, and he just goes, "What's the point?" Never goes anywhere, and walks away, and, and dumps the, her. At that time, I was he like, "Dumps her." Sorry, I'm so confused. Is he meant to be the hero of this story? I don't. Please don't tell me there's more layers to it because there's not. He's just a piece of shit. And like, and the troubling follow up to that for me, like, I, I think if you're a dude and you wrote this movie the reveal of this to you could be funny if you don't have an emotional connection to it. But the reveal is she didn't fuck him because she wasn't ready. And then the next guy she dates, the guy goes around and brags that he fucked her. Yeah. And John Cusack's butt hurt by that. So he catches up with her years years. later and she's like, you know, why wouldn't you fuck me? And then you fucked him. And... Like, trigger warning. shit gets very real in this rom-com. Yeah, big trigger warning here is she's like, I was too tired to fight him off and it wasn't rape, but it wasn't right. It wasn't right. I I was just like, I I was stunned. I was stunned silent. I was like, holy shit. How is this part of this terrible storyline about the absolute mistreatment of women to hit this very, very hard and very serious topic? Yeah. And then they didn't really do anything with it. If anything, his reaction was just like, oh, good. So you didn't fuck him because you didn't want to fuck me. You did want to fuck me. And then he basically, great, okay, good. Phew. And that's it. That's that's all that this storyline touches on with this fucking sequence. And And then just to be not dealt with in any way. Yeah. They didn't deal with it. They didn't decompress or. Like it was a punchline. Just move on. Next part of the movie. It's about a top five. Next one in, in the rank. Yeah. And please don't. Come at us and tell us that there was more, there was something deeper to that. There was more that we missed or anything because we're watching these movies for the first time as though Mm. we've just come home and we're watching a movie with a mate or a partner. We're not reading theses about them. No. We're not critiquing a film based on what the director wanted from it behind the scenes, what the screenplay was meant to be or the layers that we don't know about because we haven't read other texts or anything. We're watching these movies the way that they're intended, which is like, just at home, on the screen, chuck it on, what's this movie about? Yeah, enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Yeah, and this is not an enjoyable movie. This, is, uh, this, at hurt, all. this movie hurt me. Like it, it hurt me on an emotional level yeah. and upset me to watch this movie. So this isn't very funny. Like <laughs> I'm genuinely really upset. I was just watching this whole this whole time. I was like so confused because I know this is a cult classic. And the whole time I was watching, like, do people know that this movie is the worst? Do they know that he is the worst? And what also what it worried me was that similar to the whole Rocky thing was I think that a lot of dudes back in the early 2000s probably watched this and were like, yes, women are pieces of shit. Yeah. And we're the hard one. We're the hard done by ones. And women shouldn't break up with us and then go fuck other people. Yeah. Women, we're entitled to whatever we want to do with women. And then I think it probably, whether it intended to or not, just gave so many douchebags just validation to be the victims in shit relationships that they were shitty people in. Yeah. And then were scary in the breakup of. And I just worry that that's... I wonder if that's what yeah. happened. Well, this is troubling because the movie has such great accolades and such a high following. Mm. Uh, it's just, it just, it really, 
it's scary. It, yeah, he's a scary dude. Also, <laughs> this is one point where we find out, you know, later on down the track in the movie that he actually had an affair while he was with the girl who recently broke up with him. And this whole time we've been meant to, we've been led to believe that he's the victim in it. He fucking had an affair and he's still blaming her for the breakup. That list that he riled off, like (laughs) if you, again, if you're someone who's never experienced those things, like you could be like, oh, what a fuckhead. He he doesn't deserve anything. He basically starts talking about um, the things that she might say was wrong with the relationship. Yeah. And lists uh, five awful, horrible things. And then he says, are they true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's the list for you. One, he slept with someone else. Two, while she was pregnant. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. And number three, what was number three? Number three was like, I said to her that maybe I'm thinking of dating other people. Yeah. So cool yeah, guy. She, Great uh, guy. You know, only she in her crazy woman mind would think that those are bad and things. She's wrong and he's right. Just a cool guy, basically. You know what, guys? Makes, now I'm only thinking about this now. Why was she not the one yelling out the window at him? <laughs> why she like, why is she just calmly walking away like, sir, I cannot deal with you right now. <laughs> Goodbye. And because he's like, I hate you. She's normal and he's psycho. Oh my this God. movie is literally like one man's quest to find out why women don't want to fuck him. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like eat, pray, love, but for incels. <laughs> <laughs> it was written by four dudes. So that's cool. I mean, you didn't need to tell me that. You could have said <laughs> that it was script checked by a hundred men. I would be like, "Yeah, absolutes." I just couldn't tell if it was self aware or not, and it's bugging me. I yeah, just, it's so pe- teeters on that edge of no, they actually write this thinking this is a normal way for people to act, and he's a hero. Or are they writing this like, no, we know he's a dickhead, but that's not. If that's the case, it's not obvious enough. Yeah. Well, even like if it, it let's just give it the benefit of that. If it is totally self reflexive and it's like yeah look at what a dickhead he is ha 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 can't believe people like this go through the world there's no punishment for his behavior no at no point is he punished he's just rewarded the only thing that really seems to hurt him is that his girlfriend who he broke up with yeah sleeps with someone else yeah and then he's obsessive about that again which is a huge red flag like that is like Dude murders his ex. You don't own her right pussy. There. Yeah, you don't. You're going to put it on a T-shirt. You don't own her pussy. It's just terrifying. Like the whole idea that this character, and I read this in Wikipedia, so it's fact, you guys. <laughs> but the whole thing is this character is meant to be like an everyday man. That's oh, terrifying. Right. Oh, I'm vomiting again. That's the I'm dude that's walking again. around through the world that I'm interacting with every day? No, terrifying. And then <laughs> the movie ends his, his only kind of self-reflection realisation is that the movie ends with him realising that maybe girls want to hear mixtapes made of stuff that they want to enjoy oh. and not just stuff that you enjoy. That's his, that's his big, like, big takeaway from his entire life is just like, and then I realised that maybe girls want to hear stuff that they want to hear, not what I want to hear. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe girls are... A people. Maybe they have their own taste and they don't just want to know what I like. Maybe I'm not God. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Maybe other people have opinions that are valid and important. And if I want to seduce someone, maybe I should find out what they like. 
Also, then that what equates to is him, essentially what we're led to believe, is him getting married to this woman. They get married, you that guys. That doesn't warrant marriage. That warrants you having a successful short-term relationship. Yes, absolutely. With friends, not even romantically. Or she's just been so beaten down by his insane narcissism that she's just been led to believe, like, fucking... Stockholm syndrome wise that she's that's she's meant to be with him and she's lucky to be involved or in he, his life. Or he's got the best dick ever. Maybe I, he's got the best dick ever. I don't I see Joan Cusack with the best dick. Um let's talk cast. Let's Joan yes. Cusack was in this. Love Joan. Yes. There's actually four Cusack family members in this movie. Four? Yeah. So there's Joan Cusack. Um <laughs> Joan Cusack. Love her. Yeah. And then they also they had their younger sister Susie Cusack and their oh. father, somebody Cusack. John Senior. Yeah. Who were they? Do you know? <laughs> so you said John Cena for a second. John Cena. And my brain was like, John Cena is John of, Cusack's dad of wrestling fame. <laughs> Don't question me on the timelines. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, um, they just play little background oh, that's parts. Cute. They're in the movie. I really like that. I love Joan Cusack. I, love I don't her. love it. Nothing will make me love anything about this movie. I, as soon as I heard, because you hear her voice first on a voicemail or a phone call, and I was like, that's fucking Joan Cusack. Yeah. Yes, bitch. But she's not in it very much. No. She does give the best line of the movie, I think, like the one window into any kind of self-reflection that these writers had. He goes to Joan, his sister, who plays his sister in this movie, I can't go on apologizing all my life. And Joan says, I think just once would do. Yes, yes, bitch. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Jack Black is in this movie. Yes. You know what? That was one thing I did love about this movie. I did, I did Jack love Jack Black. Black. I was literally going to turn this on and be like, Alex, we're not doing this movie. Skip it. I can't fucking do it. Yeah. And then Jack Black bursts into the record Didn't he? store. Just burst in. Just being Jack Black. Yeah. And I was like, yes. His character was another version of the worst guy. Just the very knowledgeable, like, you're wrong, I'm right about music. Yeah. But um, he just like, but he's trying to go in the middle. And I was like, yes, it's adorable. Funny and Jack Blacky. I loved it. Guys, that's. That's the lesson you got to learn. Every now and then, go. I don't believe in women. I'm gonna scat. I'm gonna scat. Look really angry. Yeah. He sings a song. He's probably innocent. Don't meet to him. Um, no, he's not that bad. We do sincerely love Jack Black. We do. And he sings a song at the end, which is by far the best part of this movie. Look, oh, just cut all of the clips of Jack Black together. Yeah. And you know what? Then no. you've got a movie I could watch. Take this entire movie from Jack Black's perspective. Oh, his character. I'd love that. That's cute. That's the rom-com I would be like, yes. I get it. Because he sings I a like song this. at the end and he gets all, he's like, I'm feeling fine, baby. baby. Let's get it on. It's great. It's awesome. Oh, speaking of cast, we didn't mention uh, Tim Robbins is in this. He plays the dude that his ex goes and dates, the one with the ponytail. Oh, no way. That's Tim Robbins. Um, I really loved him in this because I feel like he was, apart from Jack Black, but it's in a different way. He was kind of the only, to me, I got this sense that he was playing the character like he he gets that it was ridiculous. Mm. I know that the character is meant to be a bit ridiculous because he has a ponytail and he's like into yoga or whatever. Yeah. But to me, Tim Robbins' portrayal of it, I'm like, I feel like there's another layer of you you understanding that this is kind yeah. of fucked and he's just kind of doing it a bit silly or a bit ironic because he gets that everything around it 
is just messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, really like, I need to take this to the nth degree. Yeah. So people know. Yeah. Like, Catherine Zeta Jones is in this movie. Yeah. She is amazing. She's so Her character is really cool. Do you think so? See, I saw her character as the worst as well. <laughs> oh. I like, well, because I kind of, because through his eyes, he's like, she's the worst. Like, she has, like, opinions about stuff. Oh, true. Yeah. And I was like. Well, he loves that at the beginning. Yeah. And then later on, it's like he meets back up with her and he realizes that she's yeah. actually not what he thought. Yeah. But maybe that is I be- mean, just because she has opinions and he doesn't like it. Yeah. I mean, she did remind me of, like, every actress friend that I had. That's what I was kind of equating it to. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, except for one. Chelsea, you're an angel and I love you. Cute. The rest of you. You're not listening to this podcast, you selfish <laughs> you bitches. Don't you don't give a fuck. Way too successful. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of saw her as just like, a bit the male equivalent of him, just like I've got opinions and I'm just going to say them and I'm not yeah. going to ask what anyone else's opinions are. I'm just going to hold court and just a bit narcissistic. Yeah, but she's hot. So but it's she's okay. hot, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. I have to, the outfit she wore to the dinner party. Oh, my God. I loved it. Oh, my God. It was stunning. It was so 90. Like, <sighs> So 90s. Yeah, I'm really glad she came back. And she, I was really sad at the beginning when she was only in it for a bit. Yeah. I'm glad we saw her again. I'm glad she got a big, big old cameo. And I liked as well how she called him on his shit. Yeah, she did. She's like, you're just using me. Like, you're yeah. just using me to get over something. Like, I'm not important in this story at all. that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. That was pretty cool. See, there's those little elements. And I'm like, I think they get it. There's redeemable elements. Mm. But they're so few and far between. I just don't. And maybe it's just a reflection, like where you know, just two decades later now. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like at the time, it was like it it was the right level of woke. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was like a transition into woke culture. Yeah. And this was their stepping stone. Yeah. Maybe. But now we've come so far since then. We're just like yucky, 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 yucky. That could be it. Yeah. yeah. But that was then, and this is now, and we don't need to watch that movie anymore. And yeah, just I guess- in case some some little fuckhead gets inspired by it, <laughs> we should burn inspired. all the copies and remove it from the internet. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I found, I guess I just found this movie like just terrifying. And the, I was thinking like during the only thing that's more terrifying to me than movie snobs, which is why we've done this podcast, I'm terrified of movie snobs, yeah. is incels. Incels. <laughs> People are going to kill me because yes. I won't fuck them. No, it is music. Honestly, if you're going to kill me, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> What a way to go. It's not. Can we please edit that out? I genuinely, the fear that went through my body as I went to joke about it. It's a chill. I was like, some fuckhead is going to show up on my doorstep and be like, so I heard the podcast. <laughs> heard what you said Get about Get down, us. woman. Yeah, we definitely have the degrees in yeah. this room dropped. Uh, um, no, the yucky. only thing more terrifying to me than movie snobs are music snobs. That's something else I'm very intimidated by. Mm. Movies and music that I I love movies and music that I love, but it's never the ones that everyone loves or reveres and stuff. And because this you're movie, a cool, fun individual, and you like things that are different. It's a normal to person, else. but this movie has both. Movie snobs. They these men in this movie play movie snobs and music snobs, and it's terrifying. Mm. The line in the movie that sums up how simplistic and 
just the complete lack of emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and ability to evoke how you feel in a healthy way. Oh, is there's so up, many to choose from though, isn't there? By this line, it says, it's not what you're like. It's what you like. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not what you're like. Uh, it's what you like. It's what you like. <sighs> uh, uh, just so you know, we're sitting silently with our heads are in our hands. And we just need another minute because... This is as bad as global warming, you guys. <laughs> I have the same fear for the future of this planet from this movie as I do from climate change. I was less upset when Donald Trump got elected. (laughs) When I heard that line, I was like, there's no fucking hope. We're done for. Because if this was a bomb and no one liked this movie, awesome. But the terrifying fact is people love this movie. And I don't think it's ironically. Like, and what's, what's the, like, cause I, I watched this movie like in honestly about a week ago and. What a week for you. It's I like, only watched it today and yeah. I'm, it's ruined my weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're going to do, <laughs> we're going to do a 15 minute hug after this. <laughs> but it, like, it's, it's popped in and out of my mind, like in all honesty, like a couple of times. And it's just made me really sad to think that like this movie is a huge reflection. It holds a big mirror up to, the problem that men don't have the skills, they haven't been taught mm. and they haven't been brought up because of gender norms to healthily express their feelings yep. and use, just, just to openly talk about their feelings, not have to use mediums like movies mm. or music to talk about them. Yeah, or just physical anger, at the, like whenever he's yeah doesn't get his way. There's more emotions than anger in your repertoire. So... In honour of, well, not not in honour of this Mm -hmm. trash fire of a movie, (laughs) in dishonour of this movie, I'm going to donate $50 to the Movember Foundation. Oh, awesome. Yep. Okay. I'll do the same thing. Yes, I get it. It's not November. Okay. (laughs) I'm aware. Maybe in the future you are listening to this episode in November, then bang on, I've nailed it. (laughs) But you can donate to the Movember Foundation all year round. Okay, awesome. And men's mental health matters all year round. It does. <laughs> all right, cool. Let's do it. Um, I also didn't like this movie uh, just on a different note. It's because uh, it really makes me want to smoke again. <laughs> what part of it made you want to smoke again? Oh, man. As an ex-smoker, like cigarette smoker. Because I was smoking about, inside. They smoke so much. And any time this kind of – it like it romanticizes the smoking. I feel the same like in like – I haven't watched a lot of them, like gangster movies and stuff. Like they just smoke and it's fucking cool. And I've quit, but my God, do I – and when I see that shit, I'm just like, ugh. I really want one. So, you know, fuck this movie if you're out too. <laughs> <laughs> Also, just a little little cherry on top of this movie, mm. as if I couldn't not like it anymore, um, was the several subtle nods to the Rocky movie. There was, wasn't there? They had a reference to how sad Adrian was. That tracks. Yep. And that they're like, ha, 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 what a sad bitch. Yeah. And then as well, he like, when he's wearing like a lot of leather to like the trench coat and shit. Yes. And then as well, he does a bunch of shadow boxing when he finds out <laughs> that his ex-girlfriend hasn't fucked someone else. 
I've said it before, I'll say it again. Shadow boxing is a red flag. <laughs> Man, it would take so long to list all of the red flags. It feels like this is like the OG 500 days of summer. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. I never thought about that. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, Because you know how 500, when we watched it when we were younger, yes. it was this beautiful love story. When we went through a breakup when we were 16 yes. and we watched it five times in one day. But like, you know how, like, yeah, when we watched it when it first came out, it was this beautiful love story. And he was like, oh, what a beautiful feeling, man. He's in touch yeah. with his emotions and feelings. He's, and, but like, and that wider picture of like... Mm. This is lovely, but it's not a forever story. Yes. Which is like, which is one of the first movies I saw of its of its True. kind, right, where yeah. it's like it doesn't have to be forever, mm. but it can still be a good time. Yeah. However, then watching that movie later and later, you kind of as as I got older and older, I kind of realized like, oh no, he's quite like Joseph Gordon Levitt's character, quite problematic, very yeah. needy, way too much expectations put on this woman who's just a normal person. She has her own flaws, but he puts her up on this pedestal yeah. and then gets mad when it, it, she doesn't live up to it. That's what but yeah, this movie definitely reminded me of that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great parallel to draw. Thanks, man. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning about movies. Yeah, if you want to watch this movie but like not be triggered, 500 Days of Summer. Hey, that's a nicer version. Yeah. <laughs> He's and not- Zoe Deschandel is adorable. She's adorable. Adorkable. <laughs> <laughs> He's not as hateful yes. um, as, as John Cusack's character. Mm. My, like The point where I was like, I can turn this movie off. Mm. I know what this is about. It sums up so well. His mum calls him and she's so upset that he's broken up with his girlfriend. Yes. Um, which if you're like, if your mum's like, if you're on pretty good terms with your mum and they get upset when you break up with someone, you know you've lost a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like mum's not. And she wasn't doing it in like a super controlling way. Yeah. She was just doing it like, fuck, man. Yeah, you had a good thing. Stop being such a fuckhead. You fucked it up. <laughs> Little fuck. No, she doesn't say that. She's just super she sweet well. and lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and his response, uh, I can't even believe he's 26. His response yeah. is, Shut up, mom. <laughs> oh, my God, John. Get in my pants. And he hangs, and he hangs on the phone. <laughs> the landline. That is uh, sums up the movie. Mm. Sums up completely. It really does. The vibe of it. Shut up, mom. Shut up, mom. You Get out know. of my room. <laughs> I'm not wanking. I'm a grown-up now. So, basically, uh. I think we know the answer to this, but would you recommend this movie to watch – with the dude, if he was like, love high fidelity, let's chuck it on. Oh, I would immediately ask him what his mental health plan is. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, are we watching it ironically? Because you know it's the worst. Or are we watching it because you actually revere this film and relate to the character? You're very understanding. I would not give him the time of day. <laughs> I'd be like, what's your email I'd address? Out the door. I would run in the opposite direction and then email him, what is your mental health plan? And he's like, I know several professionals that can help you. He's like, but no, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Okay, well then obviously I'll just fuck him right there. <laughs> Alex, what would you rate this movie? I'm not even going to give it a rating. I, uh, that's how mad I am. Yeah, I agree. I rate it as a don't watch this movie. Yeah. There are so many better movies. I would hazard to say watch Blade Runner before watching High yes. Fidelity. Yes. Oh, Blade Runner, amazing compared to this. Dare I say it, uh, this movie is uh, all top five of my top five movies I never wished I fucking watched. <laughs> this is one, two, three, four, and five of the top five worst movies. Yeah, so take off five and stick them in your butt. Stick them in your butt. John Cusack. Character. I'm sure he's a lovely man. I'm sure is he's he, great. 
is he problematic? They all are these Is days. he probo? Email us. <laughs> Guide to <laughs> dudesinnera at gmail.com. <laughs> please, please just subject it. John Cusack problematic question mark. Yeah. All right. That was high fidelity. We release Evs every week. So please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you as, as always to our beautiful producer, Alexi Toliopoulos. Also, please join us next week. We have a very special guest. Beck Shaw, and we'll be reviewing The Big Lebowski. If you want to keep up with us and which movies we're reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, The Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. Also, if you could please rate us five stars on iTunes um, or whatever you feel stars wise, but five is like cool. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in your review, if you could let us know uh, what movie a dude or anyone has shamed you for not watching uh, and we will review it for you. All right, we love you so much. We love you. Bye. I've been feeling so fine, baby. Let's get it on. I don't know all the words in between, so I'm sorry. Yes. Um, I cannot find these fucking pillings. Get it, girl.